Good day, everyone. Welcome to Perspectives in Focus. I am your host, James Hicks. And you know, on this series, we talk about the people, the industry, and the ideas and technology making positive strides within society. Today, like always, we have a great show, but let me say something. Today, we're going to have a fantastic conversation about, really about you, right? The focus is going to be on you and how you can really level up that personal brand of yours. Today, I got Cher Jones here. Cher is a, she's everything, right? You look, look at her keynote, uh, uh, her, uh, her profile on LinkedIn. She's a keynote speaker. She's a corporate trainer, personal branding expert, really for the hybrid workplace. And I want to get into that a little bit and talk about how that has changed and or evolved within this last 17 months when the world has stopped. Uh, she helps teach employees and employers how to put their brands to work at work. She's been, been known to quote a few hip hop lyrics. I'm not going to make her do that today. We, we're not going to go old school, you know, East coast versus West coast, but we are going to have a fantastic conversation. So folks, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Cher Jones, how you doing? I am fantastic. Especially now that the show has started. I know waiting on me. Huh? Oh my gosh. You know, you. That's right. That, that, that's how it is though. You know, but we try to start as much on time as possible, especially when we know we've got uh, a number of folks that are joining in. So I want to, first of all, say shout out to you for sharing this stream with, with your community. So welcome everyone as well coming in from, from share side of the world. Tell us where you're coming from in the comments so we can engage with you as well. Um, I'm not even going to talk about the hecklers that are in the comments right now, whom we, <laughs> whom we both know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave that alone, but we'll, we'll probably address mm -hmm. them a little bit later. Look, no one can tell their origin story better than themselves. I, I gave a brief intro, brief monologue, but if you could tell people who may not be aware of who you are, who Cher Jones is. Um, well, you did actually a great job. So I am a personal branding strategist. I'm a keynote speaker and corporate trainer, and I specialize in the personal brand for the hybrid world of work because like it or not, your brand matters at work. And it's a whole different ball game as far as when people are thinking about personal branding, they typically think about Instagram or, or being on TikTok and being famous over there, or they're thinking about job seeking. And I do none of that. It's all about how you show up at work and how your brand advocates for you when you're not in the room and how it can help you accelerate uh, both your performance as well as your professional goals and it's about making sure that you have the right strategy for you. And that varies depending on where you want to be, depending on the level that you want to be branded at. Wow. That's a lot right there. Let, so let, let's peel some of that, that layer back right there, because the, the fact that you kind of put yourself into specific categories of what you do and what you don't do, right. When it comes to personal branding and, and helping uh, employees, employers really master that, that mindset. Talk a little bit about, at a high level, at a macro level, you know, what's the mm -hmm. importance of, of effective personal branding for, let's talk about the individuals first. What, what, what's really yeah. the, the importance of having an effective personal brand out there when you're engaging with uh, your constituents and your peers? Well, I think there are five things that a personal brand can do for you. And it either your brand 
at the end of the day. So one, it has to be consistent, whether they meet you face-to-face -face or online, it doesn't matter anymore. There is no online offline world. It is one and the same how we show up and we need to make sure that that's the first mindset that we're adopting here. Um, one thing that you have to be, you have to be cognizant of is that your brand should either make people, and there's five things I say, um, they should either make people want to work with you, for you, refer you, mm. champion you, or learn from you. And if your brand doesn't do that, especially in a corporate environment, whether you are selling to corporate or you work directly in corporate, you have to now reevaluate that because you need to make sure that your brand advocates for you. Um, especially when you say that you, you raise your hand and say, hey, I want to do this, or I want to do more of this, or I want to work with these types of people or these types of clients your brand can actually advocate for you and get you there faster because people can already see you in place of doing that kind of work. That's a, that's amazing. So folks, hold on. Y'all probably didn't realize that you need going to have, you're going to have some homework and we need to get some people, pieces of paper, pen and a pencil mm -hmm. or something to write this down. So I'm going to give you like half a second, half a minute right here. Sure. Go over those five steps again, because I, I definitely want the folks in the back of the room to, to get those five principles that you just reached out to. Cause those, they sound very commonsensical and very easy to do, but you know, once you actually put them consciously and you think about it and put those into practice, I mean, there, there's some power to each of the, each of those aspects that you mentioned. Talk about those one more time, if you don't mind. Absolutely. So for example, people should want to work with you. So whether that's a client wanting to work with you, a teammate or somebody on a different project that's thinking, Hey, we want to work with this person. Um, so that's working with, right? Um, or that could be the leadership team looking at you, or you're a part of that leadership team and you're working with partners, um, people within the community, uh, other clients, other businesses, whatever the case may be. You want to make sure that when I look you up, oh, this is the kind of person I want to work with. I feel confident because they have that credibility that stands out that's saying, yes, I trust that person. I want to work with them. Or perhaps you're in a position where you are leading people and you, your brand should inspire people to want to work for you. So especially now in, in talent attraction and retention, you have to have a brand that attracts people to your company, to your team or, or whatever project you're on. That, that's incredible. I uh, want to give some shouts out to, I see folks joining in, Diana, we see you, Jennifer, we see you, Keith, we see you. Uh, we see you as well, Mr. Worthy. Let me let me ask a little bit more about this because we talked about it before we went live and mm -hmm. the location of this messaging, right? We, we've got so many social networks where we have bits and pieces of our lives out there that we're sharing. When it comes to, from a business side, that most prevalent social network, we always talk, we talk about LinkedIn, right? Link, LinkedIn yeah. kind of really... It faded for a minute, but you know what? Then LinkedIn kind of got back into itself and really still has always been that that networking platform for business professionals. Talk to us a little bit about putting information out in the right location at the right place, right? Am I going to put the same mm -hmm. stuff that I put on Facebook versus what I put on Snapchat versus Twitter versus uh, LinkedIn and things like that? And, and kind of your thoughts on that. Yeah, well, LinkedIn is definitely not what it was, let's say, five years ago. Mm -hmm. So once they started adding in video, it became to, it, it began taking off as a as a platform to be for professionals. And over the last few years, they've experimented with a few things. They even have now, just most recently, audio rooms, so like clubhouse style rooms. They still have some kinks to work out with it, um, but it is something that's gaining traction. They also have LinkedIn Live, which is something that I've kind of cut my 
teeth on about two years ago when they first launched it. And um, it's a powerful platform as well. Um, they have they have so many different ways to communicate. So whether it's a document, whether you're sharing different photos and all that stuff. So LinkedIn is definitely the place to be as far as the professional home for your personal brand. And so mm -hmm. we'll delineate after that. The the When you look at it from any other platform as far as comparing it, there's no other platform that will allow you to articulate your value in such a su succinct way. And also, we know that that's where we go. When you send somebody an email, when you leave somebody a voice message, when you're messaging somebody or someone's announcing that you're on this team or you're going to go watch this person speak. The first thing that we're looking at, if it's a professional context, we're checking them out on LinkedIn. That's true. Right. That's so true. you have the opportunity to give people the language to talk about you because right now you're their best source. So people are not taking advantage of this wonderful platform that can truly articulate what it is you do and how you serve so that people want to work with you, for you, refer you, or champion you for another opportunity or learn from you, depending on what your goals are. So you also asked me about, well, what about the other platforms? I look at the other platforms and it really depends on what your goals are as far as where you should place your number one focus. Mm -hmm. For not for everybody, LinkedIn is a number one focus, right? They may do better business or create better opportunities on something like TikTok or Instagram or even Twitter or Facebook. Like there's so many different ways. So you got to really root down into the strategy. But what all of these different platforms allow you to do is show a different side of your personal brand. So there's a lot of crossover where you become personally professional to prof professionally personal, depending on the spectrum of I, I the platform. That. Yeah, go ahead now. I love that. <laughs> but at the end of the day, what you have to make sure is that one platform doesn't embarrass the other. And typically mm. we're, when I say something like that, you're thinking of something outrageous, like showing like more scandalous kind of pictures or whatnot. But even on the other side, why is your LinkedIn profile so boring? Why is your mm. professional presence so boring? That's embarrassing if you're showing this awesome person on another network. Wow. Folks, I told you, if you got, you're going to get that piece of paper and some pencils out because Kasera is coming with some fire here and really giving us different perspective in terms of how to utilize these platforms. We're all on them. And I like what mm -hmm. you mentioned as well about the fact of LinkedIn Live. We're, we're streaming live on LinkedIn right now on both of our profiles. We're both, what is the there's a classification that they have on LinkedIn, the, the content content category, right? To where we creator can actually mode. stream. Yeah, creator mode. Mm -hmm. So we're streaming live. And I, I love how they do that. Right, right in that top banner, folks log on, they automatically get the notification that you're live and they can see it right mm -hmm. from your profile. So, so that is really, really interesting and really cool. Um, the fact that you mentioned it could be a double-edged sword in terms of what type of content you put out on these social right. networks, right? You don't want to be stodgy and, 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 and like you said, boring on your LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. You want folks to understand that you have other aspects of your life. Yeah. You could be a technologist, but yeah, you're also in the Toastmasters. Yeah. You also work for Habitat for Humanity, right? You do a lot of other things that make up right. that whole Cher Jones, as opposed to just yeah. that engineer that's sitting at, at the desk kind of thing. So potential clients, customers, employers want to see that whole, whole piece of you. Be <laughs> exactly. Careful, be careful. What, hecklers in the, in the comments right now. I'm, I'm going to put them up here in a minute. I'm going to throw them all out. Uh, but I, I like the fact that you're saying also be conscious and be cognizant of the information that you put out there because it really has become the new resume, right? There, mm. there, there are very few now 
paper resumes that you print out on your laser printer and hand to someone. You still probably do that in some certain instances, but an employer, a contact, a potential partner, whatever the case would be, is going to go to those those social platforms and say, who is Cher Jones, right? Who Who is Juma Bannister? Shouts, I appreciate yeah. you for being here, man. Look, JP Hightech is in the building. This man knows about personal and professional and corporate branding as well. So I'm sure hey, he, JP. everything that, that we're saying here resonates with, with him yeah. as well. Um, Jennifer was asking, can we be more than one? And go a little bit more specific into that, Jennifer. I apologize for probably missing that that initial commentary that, that you were referring to, but I'd, I'd love to make sure that we don't pass over whatever that content was right there. Bonnie, good to see you in the building. Lo- love the fact that we got Cher's community coming in as well. Uh, and I'll go ahead and say what's up to this man right here. Go, uh, we, we see you, brother. We, we, we see you. We definitely <laughs> see you. Bonnie says, this, I like this. I'm a fan of receiving a video resume, unique and original. And again, that, that mm-hmm. really, it seems to be the, the aspect of where we're going now, right? It, it's less of that, the, the old style loose leaf paper printed out from a laser printer and I give it to the, the, the hiring manager. No, I want to see who you are outside of work, inside of work, who you're involved with and, th- and the social circles that you run with. Talk a little bit about. Well, I would challenge that, James, a little mm-hmm. bit um, because I have a lot of friends like Diana, for example, YK Chan. She was, she specializes in helping people find their dream job and finding their next opportunity, especially established professionals. Mm-hmm. And they still need the resume. Like the resume is not going anywhere. It's the resume plus, right? Mm. So what this allows you to do is allows your resume to stand out because at the end of the day, there's like, I, I, again, I don't um, specialize in the job seeking space, but I do know that there's applicant tracking systems. And so before you even can get considered, your resume goes through, it's filtered with keywords and all that good stuff. But then as the filtering happens, then they're checking you out. But the even better way is the fact that um, you may be considered for a position that hasn't even been posted yet because someone knows you. Excellent. Or there's another area that I like to talk about, and I've been calling this the hidden opportunity market. So we know that there's the hidden job market. And um, so those that are seeking, they recognize that you need to know somebody to get into a company. But what happens when you're in the company? There are opportunities that are hidden right in plain sight. For example, why do some people get to go speak at conferences on behalf of the company or be part of task force or be part of pilot projects or be part of social media, um, social media, let's say content um, that they're developing is because Mm -hmm. they have access to those people who can provide those opportunities. So one thing that if that's a goal in your brand to get more visibility in the company that you work for, leverage your brand to show that you can already do what it is they're looking for. I love that. That's, that is amazing. That is amazing. Uh, want, want to go back cause Jennifer was talking about brands. So can we, is it, is it efficient oh. to have more than one uh, personal brand? So I'd, I'd love to hear the context from, from you on that. Yeah. So that's, so I've, I've met people who will create two profiles, for example, on LinkedIn, and that is inefficient. Mm. Um, mainly because you're one person and it's about being able to tell the story, right? So one of the things, and most people do that typically because they have a second, they have a second stream of income. I don't like to call it side hustle anymore because it's, it's, it, it, I feel like sometimes it diminishes it, but a second, second, maybe even third stream of income. So what happens is they feel that they have to separate it. 
when it's better to tell the story as long as you tell it in the right way where you respect the paycheck, but still bring in that second stream because that's usually the fear is that people, you know, they don't want their employer to, to feel or say something. So what that also has to go into your branding strategy, because I remember what, 10, 11 years ago when I left my full-time job, not 11, almost 10 years ago, um, I left my full-time job. Um, I started while I was still at work and, but I developed a brand as a social media trainer at the time, where if you said share Jones, you said social media in the same sentence. And then my internal clients started referring me externally and that became a wonderful opportunity. So if you have the right strategy for, for your exit plan, you can absolutely merge them together. Also having two brands it usually dilutes it. Sometimes people have to because they have like a, mm. a product brand or and then they, they have their own personal brand and they can separate it. The only challenge with that, and it can be done effectively if you have help or time. <laughs> it's usually Which one or the other. We never have enough of either one, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing, amazing. She gets saying great point, Cheryl. That I agree 100%. And I love the fact what you said, uh, respect the paycheck. Right. Yeah. Be, be, be cognizant of that. Respect the paycheck. And, and even words mean a lot. Just the fact of even you talking about not necessarily calling it a side hustle. Right. Because mm-hmm. a, a lot of times that's more of the passion project. That's more of really where a, a lot of content creators, folks that are in, in this field, those are could be considered side hustles. But, you know, this is really where we're putting a lot of energy into a lot of uh, a lot of blood, sweat and tears and finance, oh. things of that nature. So it, it, it almost that. Uh, there's nothing negative about the connotation of side hustle, but again, the idea that again, this is what we're doing because it's a passion project. This is where elevate will probably come just- to that, that primary source as well and mm-hmm. um, elevate it out of that. So yeah, words really do mean something. Mm-hmm. So I, I love just that, that connotation that you made right there. Let me, let me ask you about tools that you may use to mm-hmm. not, not just, not just LinkedIn in and of itself, but again, if they're technology tools or old school one-on-one types of outreach and branding types of tools, tools that you use to push out your content, to push out your information to your community and to the folks that are are following your messages. What what, what are you using on a day-to-day basis? Because you are, if I'm not live, you're live. And I'm not sure how, (laughs) there's only 24 hours in a day. I'm not sure how we're using all of them, but uh, you're out there making some things happen. Talk to us a little bit about that. So some of my favorite tools right now, I mean, this is for every creator. So this is probably not, uh, you know, not a newsflash, but Canva, they can take my money. Okay. Take it. It's yours. Like I could not run my business without Canva. So I feel that's really important. I love, um, creativemarketplace.com. It is a great place to find elevated templates, um, just to get things done faster, whether it's PowerPoint presentations or, you know, you're trying to put together a proposal or anything like that. You can step up your level so much, especially beyond Canva. Um, so, and then you can import it into Canva, which is really cool. Um, I love, 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 let's see, what else do I love? Um, I think every creator, I know, uh, Steve Worthy will laugh at me. Every creator needs to, needs to subscribe to YouTube premium. That right there. Amen. Amen. You know what? Go, go, Hands keep going. Down. Cause that's, that's true. There, there is so that's par- there's powerful in that statement right there. Talk to us about why you think though. I will never 
Like, do you know how much it would take for me to give up YouTube premium? <laughs> I would die. I, I, I swear, I almost feel offended when, an, like, if I'm on, like, another account that I've, like, you know, done some content on or whatever, and then YouTube premium, uh, sorry, and then the ad shows up, yeah. I'm offended. I don't watch YouTube like that. I don't watch commercials. And it's one of the best things that you could ever do. And I and I watch like a lot of like um, one side of, uh, of who I am is I do watch a lot of like sermons and stuff like that. And I find that there's a lot of pastors right now just, you know, I know I, I know they got to keep the lights on COVID yeah. and all that stuff that they've just jammed their 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 sermons with like ads. And it's just like, bro. I just want to get the message. I know. I get it. You're killing me, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to bring my ties to the storehouse. And you you out here with the bake sale out front. Come on now. Thank you. Oh, that right there. Let me. That right there. Let me me pause on this right quick because this is probably an an interesting, weird catch 22. And. And, and I think, you know, Juma is, is asking it right there, right? Because for, for, for content creators, part of us being monetized, part of us being on YouTube, on the platform in and of itself is to get revenue from mm-hmm. ads, right? From Google. But the fact that we're saying, yes, as as people inside, people within the industry, we would prefer not to have those ads when, when we're watching the screen. Kind of the real reason behind that is because we want to make sure that the content that we push out keeps you centered, keeps you focused, keep, keeps mm-hmm. you in line with the message and not necessarily having something that um, detracts and, and deters from that. All of the right. advertising that I put on my content on my channel is actually pre and post. There's nothing internal. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't mm-hmm. break up the content to where as again, it becomes a distraction. You, Juma, that, that's kind of really the reason, at least from my perspective, the reason why I go with YouTube premium also because I can download content as well on, yes. on my mobile device. And when I'm at the gym, I'm, I'm, I'm less listening to music. I'm more listening to podcasts and, and old streams yep. or something that I've missed. So that's really the reason behind, behind that really being cognizant of the community and making sure that uh, advertising doesn't disrupt the message. So talk, talk to us a little bit about your, your thoughts on that. I, again, just being able to download oh, and just uh, keep it download and then play. Like I can close the app and it's still going. Yeah. The, so those the, are the three. Those are the three and plus YouTube music. So I'm probably, it's funny because Steve Worthy and I, we always go back and forth. I'm team PC, like hardcore PC. I'm going to change you on that. We got, we got problems with that. I'm just going to, I'm going to bring you a Mac Mini. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I've had the discussion more than once. It's not going to happen. Even with the new, the ultra thing that we, I was watching that yesterday. Yeah. So when mine finally shows up in in a month uh and a half, because I ordered mine. So I I got a Mac Mini that's sitting here. So we, we, we can talk a little bit about that. (laughs) <laughs> okay <Keep going. laughs> but you know you know i got my peripherals right so like That's hey you i got that going there. you halfway there yeah but nah um but at the end of the day i mean being able to close an app and still listen to youtube well you know while you're doing something else right or close your phone and you're still listening to it. so those are the three things plus you get youtube music yeah. i'm not a itunes fan so um i love youtube music so it's yeah. all good it's yeah picture and picture on youtube Yes, it's amazing how valuable that is and just how convenient it is. Because, again, look, folks, we know what the two biggest search engines on the planet are. Google Mm -hmm. and YouTube, part of the Mm -hmm. same company. We digest and consume YouTube more than just going out there to find great recipes, more than just to find uh, 
dance videos. We, it's really become a mainstay in terms of how we consume content. This smart TV yes. back here, when I'm not streaming and it's not on the, the marketing banner, it's on CNBC or it's me mm -hmm. watching and learning from the craft. I'm watching other content creators. I'm watching Worthy. I'm watching you. I'm watching JP High Tech and looking at how, and, and getting inspired from, from what I see there. So I'm consuming it yeah. on, on YouTube as well. Uh, an interesting question from Steve about AppSumo and finding deals on AppSumo. Oh. I'm going to let you go first, but I, me and AppSumo, we, I, I got something to say about AppSumo, but let me ask you, are you familiar with oh AppSumo? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Am I familiar? Oh my gosh. I'm embarrassed of my digital garage. Just got so much stuff in there. Um, I, it's funny. I love, love, love AppSumo. I'm constantly buying deals. Some of them, a lot of them don't pan out, but the ones that do pan yeah. out, boy, do they pay. Like they're the gift that keeps on giving. So Restream, for example, I bought that on AppSumo. Are you so, serious? <laughs> oh, you got yes. the lifetime deal? Oh, okay. I got the LTD, baby. Mm, <laughs> okay. Mm. So okay. that's one thing. I got podcast.co. That's another thing. Lifetime deal on that. So that's full hosting of all my stuff. I got, I buy, I'm always, so one of the things I talk about on my show is I have a segment on my show called Tap That App two piece. And, um, I, I oftentimes I'm talking, <laughs> I, I'm not even going to try it. Cause I may slip I'm up and say something up else. To the line I slip up and this would turn from a PG show to, I had to put the explicit lyric. I'm an explicit. Right? Line, so I'm not even going right? to try it. Shouts out to you. So okay. I'm always, I'm always testing new apps and seeing what's working, what I'm loving. Um, and again, like I have probably like 10 or 12 winners from AppSumo. I'm like, they are winners and probably like 30. Uh, did I use it more than once? Did I try it out? You know what I mean? Like it is what it is. I love AppSumo. Um, yeah. And and they, sometimes I have to like ignore their email. Don't look, you don't need another, you know, hosting platform. You don't need another <laughs> video. So like, just, just stop. And I have to tell myself, stop, share. Yeah. You don't need it. I, Juma here is, is and, and hopefully, sir, I'm saying your name co correctly there, but he's, he says you are addicted to AppSumo. I, I'm yes. close. I, I, I do need uh, an intervention every now as well, but because it's, it's really not for the faint of heart when you think about it, because because it's mm -hmm. early adopters. It's, it's very stealthy organizations that are in there trying to do something that has been done by some of these longer tail types of uh, technology companies. And mm -hmm. if you can get into like a restream early on when they're doing a promo or doing a deal and they've got the promise of multi-streaming, they got the promise mm -hmm. of unified chat and all that. And you can do a lifetime deal for X number of dollars instead of having, I dare tell you how much I'm paying for restream oh, for, for a year. Cause Did you get Melon? I, so I, I, I know about Mellon and I know about Mellon was part of Logitech. I was in conversation with the team when asking when they were going to get LinkedIn. Cause it was, when I was talking to them, it was before they were getting LinkedIn live. It was on AppSumo, my friend. I, no, I, I saw it. I saw it and I, tur I turned a couple of buddies onto it, but mm -hmm. you know, it, it's definitely worth it if the company pans out and, and the ideas that they provide. So I've got a handful of AppSumo deals too. I'm an affiliate with them. Look, I, if I, yeah. if I put an AppSumo link in the chat right now, I might get a few nickels from it. Just, just letting y'all know, uh -huh. but, but, but be, be careful with it because it can become 
obsessive, obsessive and addictive, but, but there's there's some quality products. They're they're definitely vetted. So I I do like that fact. And I I normally don't talk about AppSumo a lot because that's one of the secret tools in my toolkit, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. So from Mm -hmm. a consulting Mm -hmm. perspective, someone will ask me, you know, James, come help me out with X, Y, and Z building the site or, or, or building out a a CMS or something. And I say, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I I can take care of that. And and I'll go out there and, and add them into my plan or something through AppSumo. I don't, I don't, I don't tell folks a lot. So now I'm going to have to change my pricing. Sherry Jones is coming on here and, and she, <laughs> right. you know, she just, she just putting all the business out all there business in the street. Ah, you know, yep. Keith over here. Look, that's right. Mac or nothing. Shouts out to you, Keith. Come oh, through man. with it, brother. Keith, come on now. Oh, let's let's talk about that. Oh, um, Keith. I want to go Fine. back through some of these other comments. Bonnie is talking about InShot for video editing. It's a great mobile yes. app. I've used that too. Yes. I know a lot of uh, um, larger social media I don't like the word influencers, so I'm not going to say the word influencers, but a lot of social media presences will, will use InShot as well. It's a really cool mm-hmm. tool to use. Mm-hmm. No, Bonnie's company, um, GoLids, is doing amazing, especially over on, on TikTok. And okay. I know I see her content all the time and and she's her business has been blowing up since covid so um yeah she's definitely using InShot a lot i love that let me let me ask you about this look i i've, I've got my runner show and i've got my topics that i want to talk about but you mm-hmm. keep coming with the with these with these divots and, and i'm gonna mm-hmm. go down these these past this past 17 months or whatever since the world has stopped and paused how has mm-hmm. that affected your business and your strategy of reaching out and teaching and, and, and bringing clients on and talking about personal branding and what have you told folks coming out of this time now right i i also don't like mm-hmm. the term new normal it, it just it, it is yeah. what it is it's where we are Next. you know it's, yeah. it's today right it, yeah. it's wednesday is yeah. what it is yeah how, how are you telling yeah. folks to maybe adjust pivot uh their personal branding as we mm-hmm. are today moving forward well even how i've changed or readdressed how I talk about personal branding. I really focus about that hybrid world of work because that's what we're dealing with right now. It's never going to go back to what it was. There is, and it is a hybrid. Some people don't like that term. It is what it is. It is hybrid. So, you know, you could go to work all day and be in Zoom meetings all day and wishing you were at home right? Working from home. Um, So as we're going through this transition, the one thing that we do know, there'll be less, there'll be less in-person everything. Not to say that that's stopping, there's just going to be less of it. And so what this has done is one, the adoption of Zoom, like you think about two years ago, a lot of people were not using Zoom at all. I've always been digital with my clients and stuff. So that on the coaching side of my business, I've always had, you know, whether I was using Zoom or GoToMeeting or Join Me or whatever it was, I was always using that. But now it's like there's no learning or adoption curve as far as that sort of technology. Also, people are used to meeting digitally or virtually. Yeah. And um, so for my business and training, sometimes training is better done digitally. Like you have to now, you know, adjust the time period of your training because people can only be in, in, in a virtual environment for so long unless right. it's unless you adjust your training to it for that um, activity based stuff. So that but at the same time, it's it's the adoption of that, like that, whereas before, um, you know, when someone would hire me for training, they're thinking about their teams that are either cross country or multiple countries and trying to get them on the same page and we're going to fly everybody in and like becomes a a problem. Now it's not a problem. So for me, that's been an awesome thing. And um, also the need for what 
I talk about, the need for what I help people do is so great. Every leader, every entrepreneur, every founder is now looking at how they show up, how their team shows up. And we recognize how much we rely on the information that's out there. And you can be the author of the best information. You just got to put it out there. But most people don't know how to talk about themselves in a service-centric way. So they default to looking like a job seeker when they're not even looking for a job. So what they do is they talk about everything that they did to get the job, not the job that they're in. And that's why people are looking you up to see how you can help them or how I can, how you can help my friend or how I can say you're the best person for this opportunity. That's what they're looking for, (laughs) right? But people are staying in the past. That's that's incredibly profound, folks. And again, you you got your pad and your pen out right there Mm because Sarah just came and hit you in the side of the head with something right there, changing that Mm -hmm. perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. In terms of changing the message, changing your perspective of how you engage and interact with folks. Now we're, we're in these short, these small windows, these 16 by nine windows. You can't see my our entire body movement. You can't see our entire expression and things of that nature. How am I portraying to you 4000 miles away that I'm the right person to engage with, to work with, to, to build a, a partnership with and things of that nature? Mm-hmm. Why, why? Right. You already you've already looked me up and you know what I have done. Mm-hmm. What do I bring to to you as an organization? What do I bring? What, what's the value of me to you? So I, I really like that. So hopefully folks got a chance to to soak that in and, and go into that a little bit. I want to go into the next topic, but I want I want to be cognizant and aware of some folks that are asking some questions. Uh, Carrie's talking about, look, we, we team sure around here. See, we, she may yes. be on, she may be on the PC side and I'm, I'm Mac, but you know, SM7B over here and, you know, Cher's got the MV7. You know, I got, mm-hmm. the, I got the Michael Jackson mic. Yeah, but you yeah. Know, that's okay. That's, okay. Tito's over here do. too. <laughs> and, uh, I, I switch. It depends like every week I'll go from this to I've got a, a Lewitt as well. I, I yes, love you the, and the, the Lewitt crew. I, I think I started <laughs> the whole Lewitt thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take that. But uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I switch back and forth between that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I carry that. That's how we rock in around, around here. Uh, yeah, look, see, gas. Talk about application gas. Gear acquisition syndrome, folks. If you're not ah. familiar with the, the acronym that Mr. Worthy is using, don't get caught mm-hmm. up in it. Be aware of it. Uh, yeah, you get, you get caught up in it and you got some explaining to do when there there's negative numbers in, in the checking account or whatever the case. Yo, is. Just, just okay, I got gas. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> They'd be saying, well, yes, you're putting all the hidden secrets out there. That is that is true. That is true. <laughs> um, just yesterday, you did a a post or you had, you had some content talking about content consistency, mm. right? Let's talk a little bit about, let, let's continue that theme. Let's talk yeah. about uh, some of those, those aspects that you mentioned of why it, there's value in being consistent, how mm-hmm. if you're not kind of what the pros and, and primarily the cons are, if if this is something that's important to you of pushing information now. So talk a little bit about being consistent with delivering of your content, especially from mm-hmm. a business professional branding perspective. Well, the first thing I want to just say, because a lot of people immediately when they hear about content consistency, and quite frankly, I was preaching to the choir myself last Mm. night and just like getting my butt back in gear because I used to be really consistent. So I know the value of consistency, but I also know that, you know, life can, life can serve you up some stuff where all of a sudden you're not consistent. And then that can, that lack of consistency concern 
turns into complacency. So uh, sometimes there's an actual reason, but then it's the habit of being inconsistent. It turns you into someone who's complacent. So for those of you who are in that space right now, you got to be fair to yourself. Acknowledge, yeah, I, I'm, I haven't been, but let it go right? So you've mm. got to let it go and move forward because your content's not behind you anymore. It's in front of you. The opportunities are in front of you. So that's what you're going after. Yeah. And it, like, you got to remember that like the good thing about building a brand, creating content is it is the gift that keeps on giving. One of the reasons why you want to make sure that gift keeps on giving is with consistency because consistency not only shows up as something you're, you're coming out with new stuff all the time. So you stay top of mind, but the algorithm also, also, um, rewards you for mm -hmm. your consistency as well. So it's like a two, it's like a, it's a wonderful thing that they work together. But then one of the biggest things I, I want people to remember is oftentimes you miss out on opportunities, not because the person didn't think you were qualified for it. It's because they didn't remember you. Hold on right now. Mm -hmm. hold, hold on right there. Say, say that again. One more again for the people in, in, in the back row. <laughs> in the back. All right. <laughs> one, one more again because, if, folks, listen to this. If, if you, you're out there, you're looking for opportunities, you're looking to level up, you're, you're looking for that next opportunity. Yeah, mm -hmm. you put that fire piece of content out there and, and you get all these views, all these likes and shares and retweets or whatever the case may be. But then you, then, then you disappear for one week, two week, three months, whatever the case may be. S say that one more, one more time. Cause I, I, I want, there's some things that, that, that you have said in the past that I really want to make sure don't get glass uh, glossed over in terms of this conversation. So. Okay. So oftentimes we feel slighted, right? When we hear that, why didn't they think of me? They know I can do that. Yeah. It's not that they don't know. It's that they didn't remember you. So it's your job with your brand to, to stay in touch. And one of the best ways to stay in touch is to touch people with what you know. Mm. Touch people with awesome content where you just show up, right? And you are serving. So not everything that you have to put out there has to have an end game where you're selling. Sometimes it's just an opportunity to experience you. Yes. And that content is good too. Right. Because that whole you've got to think about your content as a holistic experience, not everything you should have a, some sort of path to monetization and monetization doesn't mean dollars all the time. Sometimes it can mean opportunity. Right? <laughs> go ahead now. All right. Go ahead. now. You, <laughs> yes. Go. And then reinforce it with with your visibility reinforce it with trust and experience through your credibility of showing up and then showing up in other places and um that's how you stay remembered that's how usually if you track your opportunities especially as a regular consistent creator you i can always track it back to where i was like or where my content was or who saw what content where and then i can i can connect the dots from there Love so okay. um you, you got to show up in order to get those regular to be remembered and get those regular opportunities but if you're not you, start now you know the fact that you said that monetization by expanding the definition of monetization right the fact that it's more than just again the the buy me a coffee links it's more than just mm -hmm. a patreon it's, it's more than just you buying my shirt it's more than mm -hmm. just the the, the the google adsense revenue monetization really encompasses so many different things and it means something different to everyone right because we're, we're yeah. all in this whatever it is for a different reason right there, there's some similarities but there are there are differences uh, 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 between a lot of people 
And monetization does not just mean 1,000 subs, 4,000 watch hours, mm-hmm. this, 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 and this. No, it, it means kind of it encompasses so much more. It's the relationships, mm-hmm. it's the networks, it's the conversations. It's this right now, right? This yeah. conversation that I'm having with Sarah, she's up in Canada. I'm down here in Northern California. And just this right here is more valuable, to be honest with you, than me putting up my buy me a coffee link right now and saying contribute and sponsor the show. The, the, right, there, there, there's example. value in that. Yeah. Here's a great example. So one of the things that, you know, as a result of you being consistent, or again, I met you through Steve Worthy. So mm-hmm. like both of you guys being consistent, right? Showing up, not only are you showing your expertise around the craft in which you're doing, which is, is valuable information, but then what it is you're putting out there. But as a result, both of you are getting incredible opportunities to speak on stages. And that's, the bigger opportunity when you see it. That's just one monetization opportunity. It's not that direct, okay, this equals cash. No, but this equals audience. And that audience that you are resonating with will take, you can take them along that journey to monetization, but you are now accessing that. So those are things that, you know, everyone has to start thinking about as far as it's that access, it's those opportunities. It's also building your credibility and how you show up. And I mean, Juma, for example, he's another awesome content creator that's putting out great content and um, he's, he's consistent, he's regular and he's showing up. Bonnie, again, her company's crushing it because she's constantly showing up. And not only is she showing up with her company, she's also showing up with her personal brand. So she's being invited to speak mm-hmm. as a speaker, a guest, mm-hmm. getting awards and all that good stuff. So show up. Consistency matters, right? (laughs) Consistency. And, you know, and and Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know, leveraging technology, the fact that we're Mm -hmm. able to stream this live on all, on both of our channels allows Mm -hmm. me to get in tune and see your audience because they're they're chiming in, in the comments and for you to see some folks that are within my community as well. So again, Mm -hmm. there's value in that. There's value in the conversation. There's value in that network and and being able to leverage both sides of of the playing field here. So that could turn into whatever different types of networking opportunities, uh, conversations and business opportunities, whatever the case may be. And again, that is just, just, that's just an extra intrinsic value of just coming on, chopping it up with you and and talking about the things that we do on a day-to-day basis that that you Mm -hmm. you can't, I really can't put a dollar or cents on that. And I came, so originally I started my career in, um, the late nineties, early two thousands in broadcasting and sports broadcasting, specifically sports broadcasting. So that's where I started. And I look at like just the technology now of, of what we can do. And I know you have your sports show as well. And, and, and you talk about the issues behind the sports and all the, the really cool conversations. The fact that you can give yourself your own platform and mm-hmm. create um, what I like to call TV on your own terms. So the first time I ever went live was back in 2013 on what they call Google Hangouts on air. My cousin and I, <laughs> Yeah, way back in the days, my cousin and I, Lori, we both have a television production background and both done on air stuff. And we were like, oh my gosh, we're not getting opportunities here in Toronto right now where she was, but um, not the opportunities we wanted in that sense. And we were like, you know what? We're going to create our own show. And we did. And these are things that you can do now. And you look fast forward, like, you know, almost nine years forward, you look at the stuff that you can do now, broadcast quality, like the, the prosumer stuff that we have in our household, like 
you know, Look, I joke. Look, it's it's BET up cameras. in here. Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. It's, it's BET up here. Don't don't let me That's get to switching. Don't don't let me get to flossing on y'all. Look, we, look we, at that. <laughs> the camera angles, what, what, right? What, There's angles to let this. Let I, I don't want y'all to see the background one because I got like it. Oh, what is that? Oh, that's the top down. Oh, Lord. Oh Lord, you're just trying to show off. Let me stop pushing buttons. You know, I don't, I don't know if I mess around and show a camera angle from outside, and and you see that fact I haven't cut the grass in a couple of days. I'm gonna leave that alone. (laughs) Bonnie, thank you for this comment. Yeah, uh, this is a terrific conversation. Uh, Thank you for saying that we flow. I'm gonna put out an invite right now to you, Team No Sleep, Tuesdays at 6:30 p.m. Pacific time. Come on through. And, and talk right. to us about the social impact of sport. I would love to have you as a guest mm-hmm. On, mm-hmm. on that show as well. Um, you are everywhere online. You, you really are. And that's a good thing, right? And, and every place that, that you are speaks specifically to different aspects of what you do for yourself mm-hmm. and for, for clients and for organizations and things of that nature. I'm going to put mm-hmm. a couple of links out here. Talk to us a little bit about what you're doing, like with, with socially active and, and some of the, the things that you've got going on in, in your world. So one of the things I wanted to do is really focus in on that personal brand for the hybrid workplace. Thank you for showing the website. Oh. And so one of the, the areas that I'm focusing on right now is is a keynote as well as just a full employee influencer training program, right? So it's it's about helping the the people that they identify as influencers, the leaders in the organization, those who are have to show up with their brand more than others because there's levels to this, right? Mm-hmm. And like the question is, you know, how branded do you need to be, right? So you've so at this point it's like as that recognition continues, that's where my focus is. And that's what I'm doing. I'm helping people show up better for work at work and leverage their brand to achieve both their, their performance metrics plus their professional goals, especially within inside the organizations that they work for. So that's what I do. I mean, I, I showcase a lot of, you know, I talk about this stuff all the time with my content. You mentioned that, you know, I'm all over the place. So I'm on Instagram and I use Instagram more as a tool to stay in touch. It's a relationship building tool for me. Yeah. I don't use it as much as a business. I show like the behind the scenes of my business and me, um, but it's more a keep in touch tool. Yeah. And um, that's how I leverage it just because of, we talked about, you know, capacity, you know, it's either time or help or both. And like, you need that in order to really thrive on multiple networks. And, and some people who have either the leverage the t- of time or, or people resources or both, like they can do it. But um, where I focus a lot is LinkedIn, but then it's also really where I focus is the DMS. You don't need to put out as much content as you think. And that's the other thing. So it just depends on what your goals are. You, you just gonna throw that out there, right? And and just not expect someone to, to, to fall fall down when you said that. Yeah. You don't need to put as much content out there mm-hmm. for it to be relevant and be effective. Yeah. I added that last piece on there, yeah. folks. Yeah. Y'all, y'all y'all hear that right? More, more quality mm-hmm. instead of the quantity, and and, mm-hmm. and 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 do the work behind the scenes. You don't always mm-hmm. have to post. Well, okay, I'm gonna get in somebody's business. You don't always have to post when you go to the gym. Uh-uh. <laughs> you you don't you don't <laughs> you don't you don't have to floss like that all the time. Just put that work in, and folks will mm-hmm. see it, and 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 be 
be intentional about your conversations, right? Yes. Make sure that when I'm on the, on the line with, with, with Cher, I'm looking at her through the camera. You know, if, I, if I'm not physically there in front of you at a coffee shop, I'm looking at you right now through the camera as mm-hmm. opposed to, mm-hmm. you know, looking on, I'm paying attention. I'm intentional with these conversations. I mm-hmm. love the fact that you said, again, you can be as loud and as effective. Again, I'm paraphrasing again, but without having it's to put out so much noise. Mm-hmm. That's, that's huge right there, folks. Yeah. Goodness yeah. gracious. Yeah, That's goodness gracious. And especially one of the things I wanted to mention earlier about LinkedIn is they are doing some stuff to improve your discoverability and those who choose to follow you. So one of the things they do have now, and they're rolling it out through the platform. So if you don't see it yet, it's coming your way is they have a bell icon now, similar to, to YouTube in the sense, you know, ring the bell and you'll get notified of all my posts. So that's what they're yeah. doing now. So what is a great thing about that is people are starting to see the content of the the creators they want to see. So um, definitely if you are a creator using other platforms and should be thinking about your LinkedIn strategy, like that's something that you want to do uh, just simply because you know, they are investing in the creator community right now. Um, you know, I have an assigned creator manager, for example, they have a whole creator program for people in the U S right now where they had a hundred people and they're paying them, I think $10,000 as a grant to create content. So they, and just the stuff that they're doing on LinkedIn, uh, if you can nail that platform, you will monetize your existence, uh, over time. And again, that stretched, definition of monetization is definitely <laughs> required for that. But listen, you can you can leapfrog opportunities by being visible. So credibility plus visibility plus consistency equals opportunities. I was pers- I, I was I, I was I was purposely <laughs> quiet because that right there is going to be the mic the, the micro content I push out. I, I, nobody wanted mm-hmm. to hear me speak. I'm, I'm that's gonna be on the on the audiogram after in, in about two hours. So stay uh-huh. tuned. <laughs> uh, share, uh, let's see. Uh, Yabani was saying that she got notified from the bell today about, about your content going, about this going online. I love that. I want to show one other channel that you are on. I had, had this up. I love the hashtag that you've been using and it just resonates. Just as share uh, folks, check out her YouTube page. All of these links I will definitely put in the description below. So if you, if you didn't know, now, you know, make sure that you connect with, with this individual right here. Good question coming in as well. And then we'll, we'll probably wrap up on this right here. Steve is asking mm-hmm. how branded does someone need to be, right? And and that is, uh, is a really good question. And that's something I've been talking about a lot lately is it depends. So um, what we recognize right now is if you are an established senior executive, you don't need to be as branded as a leader on the rise. So somebody who is Mm. coming up behind them, one, you cannot wait for the tap, right? You need to recognize that your brand needs to do the talking for you when you're not in the room. Because now, like we were talking about before, people are looking you up and saying, hey, this is the person you should talk to for this project or this opportunity or for the speaking thing, whatever. And then they're they're assessing you before they even before they even connect with you, before they even call you. So those who have a plan of where they want to be, your brand needs to be your best supporting actor. So you have to figure out what it is you want and how can your brand show the proof that you deserve to have it, right? As well, and that's only the content side of things. The other side of it is who needs to know you that you're not connected yet or who needs to remember you 
Because remember, <laughs> that's that piece that we're talking about there is that if people don't remember you, you won't be considered. So the branding process goes from, you know, just if I were to break it out completely, it would be one just defining what it is you need to accomplish in this current season of your life. And I really like to stay focused within like an 18 month going forward mm -hmm. season, mm -hmm. right? Um, then you need to master your message. So that's how do you articulate your value, right? And how do you articulate it in a way that people are going to remember? So what it is, how do you, how do you um, tell people about how you serve and the problem you solve and the skills that you leverage in order to do that for, for the people that you serve, right? And then creating that digital presence because you have to remember your brand is both offline and online. You need to be able to communicate it, whether you're on Zoom, having a conversation with somebody or somebody's looking you up. So once you have that digital presence, the next step is developing that network. So making sure that you have a smart network, that those are the people based off of your 18 month season, your 18 month goals, who do you need to be connected to? Who needs to remember you? Who needs to know you as well? How are you engaging them? So both in the newsfeed and in the direct messages, because no matter what network you're using now, you can send voice notes, you can send a video message, mm -hmm. you can send a text message, you've got all of that. So the next piece is that building your network. And that means building and engaging, right? And now it's the proof point, it's the concept. So this is like the branding process. So a lot of people, they could probably stop once they have a few pieces of content that legitimize who they are, if they don't have any specific, um, you know, aspirations of where they want to be, they're cool where they are right now, and they're not looking or they're not they don't want to be opportunity ready. They can stop yeah. with just having a credible brand. But to, to answer Steve's question is really like those who want to take it a step further, those who have to, you know, to meet, to eat, meaning they got to meet people. <laughs> they got to connect with people. They got to have those oh, yeah. relationships. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They got to meet the right people so that they can champion them or refer them. Right. So that's that next piece. Right. So before it was like work with right now it's work for um, champion, refer them. And so those are those people who now have to build those networks and also create content that reflects what they know and what they want so people can visualize them in where in where they want to be and then it just makes it a little bit more seamless or frictionless right and then there's those people who want to take it to the next level and say i want you to learn from me i'm on that thought leadership path i'm on the big stage path i want to be here here and, and or wherever they want to be those are the you know that's more effort. So as you mm. go along that path, it's just more effort, but it's got to match what you want. So not everybody needs to be branded and business famous. Sometimes you just need to show up credible and professional. <laughs> Look, <laughs> where, where, where my sound triggers at? I, I, I need to put some, you know, some little, little <laughs> symbols or something. Folks, if, if you, if you didn't hear what, what Cher was saying, you need to rewind and listen to this whole last hour because clarity is really the, def the definitive word in terms of what she's been talking about. You got to be clear about what you want before you can be out there pushing content and information mm -hmm. out there in these streets. That really is the crux. That really is the foundation of this. Uh, if you didn't find value from this, I'm wrong with you too, because I I'm taking more notes and going back and I wanted to actually update my whole LinkedIn profile before, <laughs> before this show. And, and, and I didn't, <laughs> But I, I'm, I'm going to do it tonight. I, I tell you what, I'm definitely going to make sure to buy LinkedIn description and buy, I keep looking at it over here. I'm, I'm, make, I'm making sure that that is right and on point. Um, 
folks, this, this was, uh, this was a treat. If you got some value out of this, definitely. I, I ask that you tell somebody and you share this information. You share, shares information with, with someone. Sure, well, sure. Watch out now. <laughs> because, because this, every, everyone can definitely uh, benefit and gain from this, not just from a, from a professional perspective, but you gave some insights some best practices and clues and tips of how we can just engage better personally as well. Right. The whole networking side, the whole communication mm-hmm. side, and just, just how to be, again, clear with ourselves as we dialogue with, with our, uh, our colleagues and things of that nature. I, I am humbled. I'm grateful. Thank you very much for, for this. I see folks coming in late. Uh, it's all good. Keep coming in. Uh, definitely check this out on the, on, on the replay. Uh, Mr. Mr. Layman there, just tuning in. We'll check out the replays and repurpose. Well done. In, in layman's well done in layman's <laughs> everybody coming in with the jokes okay i see i you. love it i love it that's his hashtag that's that's how he rolls that's, that's too cool that's cool share thank you very much i uh, appreciate you i definitely want to continue having these conversations with you because again what I, my focus here really is to raise a level of conversation and talk mm-hmm. with and about you know the people the industries ideas and technology that are making positive strides within society. And you are definitely someone who's doing that. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. And and you're just doing like between across your multiple shows, you're just doing great work. And it's great to watch you just blossom into like, as you continue to, to level up and level up again. So keep doing what you're doing. Awesome. Be good. Appreciate you. Thank you very much, folks. Be good to yourself. We out. <laughs>